It's March 16. Let's read the Bible. Friends, welcome back to this year-long journey. We started in the book of Genesis, and by God's grace, when December comes, we're going to end with the book of Revelation in between, from Genesis to Revelation in one year. And here we are, middle of the month of March. We're almost to the end of the book of Deuteronomy. Thank you for being part of this. Just a reminder, be sure that you go to keepbelieving.com, download the daily reading guide, and a reminder, you can watch any of these videos anytime you want. They're archived on keepbelieving.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on the Rumble video platform. If you'd rather listen to the audio, you can find the audio only as a podcast on Spotify, on Google Play, and on iTunes. And thank you, friends, for sharing these daily Bible readings with your friends. Now, today, Deuteronomy 27, 28, and 29. Let me say two things about this passage before we jump in. Number one, in just a few days, we're going to be into the wonderful book of Joshua, the story of the conquest of the promised land. And when we get to Joshua chapter 8, we're going to find out that Joshua leads the people to Mount Ebal, and they're going to build a, a, a stone altar there. They're doing it in direct obedience to what God told them to do right here in this passage, especially Deuteronomy 27. So we're going to see the connection there. The second thing is there's a lot of blessings and curses in this passage. It's this way. Moses has repeated the covenant that God made with the Jewish people on Mount Sinai. This is Deuteronomy, the second law. It's the repetition of the covenant promise that God made at Mount Sinai. So now we've come to the end of the book. And the blessings and the cursings and God's way of saying, okay, are you in or are you out? If you're in, the blessings belong to you. If you say you're in, but you're not really in with your heart, Watch out, all these curses will come down on you. That's how serious God is. So let's begin the reading in Deuteronomy 27. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, keep every command I'm giving you today. When you cross the Jordan into the land the Lord your God is giving you, set up large stones and cover them with plaster. Write all the words of this law on the stones after you cross to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. When you've crossed the Jordan, you are to set up these stones on Mount Ebal, as I am commanding you today, and you are to cover them with plaster. Build an altar of stones there to the Lord your God. Do not use any iron tool on them. Use uncut stones to build the altar of the Lord your God and offer burnt offerings to the Lord your God on it. There you are to sacrifice fellowship offerings, eat and rejoice in the presence of the Lord your God. Write clearly all the words of this law on the plastered stones. Moses and the Levitical priests spoke to all Israel. Be silent, Israel, and listen. This day you have become the people of the Lord your God. Obey the Lord your God and follow his commands and statutes I am giving you today. On that day, Moses commanded the people, when you have crossed the Jordan 
These tribes will stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. And these tribes will stand on Mount Ebal to deliver the curse, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulon, Dan, and Naphtali. The Levites will proclaim in a loud voice to every Israelite, the person who makes a carved idol or cast image, which is detestable to the Lord, the work of a craftsman, and sets it up in secret, is cursed. And all the people will reply, Amen. The one who dishonors his father or mother is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who moves his neighbor's boundary marker is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who leads a blind person astray on the road is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who denies justice to a resident alien, a fatherless child, or a widow is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who sleeps with his father's wife is cursed, for he has violated his father's marriage bed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who has sexual intercourse with any animal is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who sleeps with his sister, whether his father's daughter or his mother's daughter, is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who sleeps with his mother-in-law is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who secretly kills his neighbor is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. The one who accepts a bribe to kill an innocent person is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. Anyone who does not put the words of this law into practice is cursed. And all the people will say, Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now, here we come. The blessings and the curses. Blessings if you obey, curses from God if you don't. Now, if you faithfully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all his commands I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will put you far above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come and overtake you because you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Your offspring will be blessed in your land's produce and the offspring of your livestock, including the young of your herds and the newborn of your flocks. Your basket and kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will march out against you from one direction, but will flee from you in seven directions. The Lord will grant you a blessing on your barns and on everything you do. He will bless you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he swore to you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the people of the earth will see that you bear the Lord's name and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will make you prosper abundantly with offspring, the offspring of your livestock and your land's produce and the land the Lord swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open for you his abundant storehouse, the sky, to give your land rain in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You will only move upward and never downward. If you listen to the Lord, your God's commands, I'm giving you today and are careful to follow them. Do not turn aside to the right or the left from all the things I am commanding you today and do not follow other gods to worship them. But if you do not obey the Lord, your God, by carefully following all his commands and statutes, I'm giving you today 
All these curses will come and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and kneading bowl will be cursed. Your offspring will be cursed and your land's produce, the young of your herds, the newborn of your flocks. You will be cursed when you come in and cursed when you go out. The Lord will send against you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you do until you are destroyed and quickly perish because of the wickedness of your actions in abandoning me. The Lord will make pestilence cling to you until he has exterminated you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will afflict you with wasting disease, fever, inflammation, burning heat, drought, blight, and mildew. These will pursue you until you perish. The sky above you will be bronze and the earth beneath you iron. The Lord will turn the rain of your land into falling dust. It will descend on you from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will march out against them from one direction, but flee from them in seven directions. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your corpses will be food for all the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the earth with no one to scare them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt, tumors, a festering rash, and scabies from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and mental confusion, so that at noon you will grope as a blind person gropes in the dark. You will not be successful in anything you do. You will only be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will help you. You will become engaged to a woman, but another man will rape her. You will build a house, but not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but not enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will not eat any of it. Your donkey will be taken away from you and not return to you. Your flock will be given to your enemies, and no one will help you. Your sons and daughters will be given to another people, while your eyes grow weary looking for them every day. But you will be powerless to do anything. A people you don't know will eat your land's produce and everything you have labored for. You will only be oppressed and crushed continually. You will be driven mad by what you see. The Lord will afflict you with painful and incurable boils on your knees and thighs from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. The Lord will bring you and your king that you've appointed to a nation neither you nor your ancestors have known. And there you will worship other gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, scorn, and ridicule among all the peoples where the Lord will drive you. You will sow much seed in the field, but harvest little, because locusts will devour it. You will plant and cultivate vineyards, but not drink the wine or gather the grapes, because worms will eat them. You will have olive trees throughout your territory, but not moisten your skin with oil because your olives will drop off. You will father sons and daughters, but they will not remain yours because they will be taken prisoner. Buzzing insects will take possession of all your trees and your land's produce. The resident alien among you will rise higher and higher above you while you sink lower and lower. He will lend to you, but you won't lend to him. He will be the head and you will be the tail. All these curses will come, pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. Since you did not obey the Lord your God and keep the commands and statutes he gave you, these curses will be a sign and a wonder against you and your descendants forever because you didn't serve the Lord your God with joy and a cheerful heart. 
even though you had an abundance of everything, you will serve your enemies that the Lord will send against you in famine, thirst, nakedness, and a lack of everything. He will place an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a nation from far away from the ends of the earth to swoop down on you like an eagle, a, a nation whose language you won't understand, a ruthless nation showing no respect for the old and not sparing the young. They will eat the offspring of your livestock and your land's produce until you are destroyed. They will leave you no grain, no new wine, no fresh oil, no young of your herds or no, and no newborn of your flocks until they cause you to perish. They will besiege you within all your city gates until your high and fortified walls that you trust in come down throughout your land. They will besiege you within all your city gates throughout the land the Lord your God has given you. You will eat your offspring the flesh of your sons and daughters, the Lord your God has given you during the siege and hardship your enemy imposes on you. The most sensitive and refined man among you will look grudgingly at his brother, the wife he embraces and the rest of his children, refusing to share with any of them his children's flesh that he will eat because he has nothing left during the siege and hardship your enemy imposes on you in all your towns." The most sensitive and refined woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her feet on the ground because of her refinement and sensitivity will begrudge the husband she embraces, her son and her daughter, the afterbirth that comes out from between her legs and the children she bears because she will secretly eat them for lack of anything else during the siege and hardship your enemy imposes on you within your city gates." If you are not careful to obey all the words of this law, which are written in this scroll by fearing this glorious and awe-inspiring name, the Lord your God, he will bring wondrous plagues on you and your descendants, severe and lasting plagues and terrible and chronic sicknesses. He will afflict you again with all the diseases of Egypt, which you dreaded, and they will cling to you. The Lord will also afflict you with every sickness and plague not recorded in the book of this law until you are destroyed. Though you were as numerous as the stars of the sky, you will be left with only a few people because you did not obey the Lord your God. Just as the Lord was glad to cause you to prosper and to multiply you, so he will also be glad to cause you to perish and to destroy you. You will be ripped out of the land you are entering to possess. Then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other. And there you will worship other gods of wood and stone, which neither you nor your ancestors have known. You will find no peace among those nations. And there will be no resting place for the sole of your foot. There the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and a despondent spirit. Your life will hang in doubt before you. You will be in dread night and day, never certain of survival. In the morning, you will say, if only it were evening. In the evening, you will say, if only it were morning. Because of the dread you will have in your heart and because of what you will see, the Lord will take you back in ships to Egypt by a route that I said you would never see again. There you will sell yourselves to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. Chapter 29, Deuteronomy 29. These are the words of the covenant that the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in the land of Moab. In addition to the covenant he had made with them at Horeb. 
Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, You have seen with your own eyes everything the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to his entire land. You saw with your own eyes the great trials and all those great signs and wonders. Yet to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind to understand, eyes to see, or ears to hear. I led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes and the sandals on your feet did not wear out. You did not eat food or drink wine or beer so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. When you reached this place, King Sihon of Heshbon and King Og of Bashan came out against us in battle, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh. Therefore, observe the words of this covenant and follow them so that you will succeed in everything you do. All of you are standing today before the Lord your God, your leaders, tribes, elders, officials, all the men of Israel, your dependents, your wives, and the resident aliens in your camps who cut your wood and draw your water so that you may enter into the covenant of the Lord your God, which he is making with you today, so that you may enter into his oath, and so that he may establish you today as his people, and he may be your God, as he promised you, and as he swore to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am making this covenant and this oath, not only with you, but also with those who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God and with those who are not here today. Indeed, you know how we lived in the land of Egypt and passed through the nations where you traveled. You saw their abhorrent images and idols made of wood, stone, silver, and gold, which were among them. Be sure there is no man, woman, clan, or tribe among you today whose heart turns away from the Lord our God to go and worship the gods of these nations. Be sure there is no root among you bearing poisonous and bitter fruit. When someone hears the words of this oath, he may consider himself exempt, thinking I will make peace or I, I will have peace even though I follow my own stubborn heart. This will lead to the destruction of the well-watered land as well as the dry land. The Lord will not be willing to forgive him. Instead, his anger and jealousy will burn against that person and every curse written in this scroll will descend on him. The Lord will blot out his name under heaven and single him out for harm from all the tribes of Israel according to all the curses of the covenant written in the book of this law. Future generations of your children who follow you and the foreigner who comes from a distant country will see the plagues of that land and the sicknesses the Lord has inflicted on it. All its soil will be a burning waste of sulfur and salt unsown, producing nothing with no plant growing on it, just like the fall of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord demolished in his fierce anger. All the nations will ask, why has the Lord done this to the land? Why this intense outburst of anger? And then people will answer, it is because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, which he has made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. They began to serve other gods, bowing in worship to gods they have not known, gods that the Lord had not permitted them to worship. Therefore, the Lord's anger burned against this land, and he brought every curse written in this book on it. The Lord uprooted them from their land in his anger, rage, and intense wrath, and threw them into another land where they are today. The hidden things belong to the Lord our God, but the revealed things belong to us and our children forever, so that we may follow all the words of this law. Whew. 
this is heavy stuff here. Let me point out two things and then we're done quickly. We have about this many blessings and that list of curses just went on and got on and got unbelievable, unbelievably horrific in the end. In light of all of this, you get to the second thing. Be careful, he says, that there not be a root of bitterness spring up. That's in Deuteronomy 29. Ding, 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 ding. Guess where we're going to find that again, that root of bitterness? Later this year, way down this year. We got to go into the fall months. But when we get down to the book of Hebrews, believe it or not, Hebrews chapter 12, the writer of Hebrews is going to say, be careful that no root of bitterness springs up among you. He is quoting from. He is quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 29. The point of it all being, don't harbor anger and bitterness because that in its own way is a violation of the covenant. And that'll, that'll bring down the judgment of God upon you and upon all the people of God. So let's go out today and let's be grateful. No bitterness, no anger. God has forgiven us. Let there be no root of bitterness or anger in us or among us today. Let's go out, rejoice, and be happy that we know the Lord. The secret things do belong to the Lord our God, but what we know ought to motivate us in worship, in gladness, and with rejoicing to serve our God today. So go out. Have a great day, folks. Serve the Lord. Rejoice. Serve him with a whole heart. Let go of bitterness. Let go of anger. Serve the Lord. Have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again. God bless.